Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. Happy Throwback Thursday. My favorite thing. TBT. <laughs> hey, everybody. How you guys doing? You having a nice little winter time? Ready for some spring action? This is where we pause and you respond. Me too, you guys. <laughs> Me too. I am so ready. Just want to thank you all for listening every week or twice a week. Some of you do that. You're so sweet. Or never Kevin. at all. Or never at all. I don't know. Maybe this is your first time. Welcome, if it is. And just to be clear, there's another podcast out there called Behind the Curtain, but it's uh, a religious one. Right. So I don't, just to be clear, we are the musical theater one. That's right. If you're listening to this expecting to hear about um, the holy book, um, and, and by holy book, you don't mean anything by Sondheim, then you've tuned into the wrong <laughs> the wrong podcast. So. Our holy book was written by Michael Stewart. That's right. And Joe Masteroff. <laughs> that's, who, that's who wrote our holy book, ladies that's and right. gentlemen. Oh, oh my gosh. goodness. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Oh, that's so that's wonderful good. to hear. Busy, but good. Busy, yeah. but good. We should tell our listeners, Kevin and I uh, are collaborating on a project together. Yeah, we are, once which again. Is, which is so fun. I'm directing. Kevin is music directing. It is true. And it is called The Anxiety Project, mm-hmm. and it is a new musical. That's right. It's going to get a reading downtown yeah. uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Or maybe Although by the time this airs, it'll be done by then. And it okay. was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we had a great time, and we're still friends. And we had a great time, we're still friends, and we're still talking, which is very hard for collaborators to do sometimes. <laughs> but we are still talking. We're having a grand uh, old time. No, I enjoy collaborating with you in that regard, like when, when you're a director and I'm music director, and we get to you know, oh, play in the here. sandbox like that. Definitely Same here. It's so much fun. You're so good at what you yeah. do. So it's, it's, a, right back at it's you. an absolute joy. Mm. Now, take us on the road, folks. <laughs> we have a lot of listeners listening to us from Australia, so Australia, bring us down under hi guys and we would be more than happy to come on down and you know offend your entire country and then do a musical <laughs> we apologize for what our president said to you we still love you yeah exactly sorry guys bring us back keep bringing us musical theater though keep we love it yes yeah and your performers my goodness geez. oh my god yeah so much talent oh we, we have lo- a lot of students that are uh, australian too a lot of australian always, students and we have a lot of australian listeners and we appreciate you guys all so so, so much, much. We hope we all get to meet you at some point. Yeah. Um, Kevin, 
Robert, I have a favorite thing. What is your favorite thing? Not talking like this, because I think people, we just lost Australia. Yeah, sorry, sorry, guys. This was more offensive than the president's phone call today. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Apparently, it was like, like, just stop singing recitative, please. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I said the same thing to Andrew Mm. Lloyd Webber. (laughs) He's like, I don't know what else to do. Although I am very curious about Sunset Boulevard. I I hear the orchestra's on stage. I'm curious. It's wonderful. You saw it? I saw it. You asked. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Oh, wow. You even shrug your shoulders and, yeah. Okay. She, uh, she's genius. I did not see her originally. Yeah. The Glenn Close. Yeah. But the people I went had and they said she is. She's she aged into before, the role. But yeah. now it's. Well, she's more developed in the role, right? Oh, Wouldn't yeah. you say it, it? I think it resonates. Lived a little probably. more life. Lived, yeah. God, do I love Sunset Boulevard, though. Wow. That's a favorite of yours, huh? I like the musical, but I really love the movie. Ah, see. Confession, I'm not a big movie person, Rob. I've never seen the movie. Oh my god, we yeah. should have a movie night. All it's right. so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Cool. And actually, I think this is on YouTube. They used to do these things. Do you remember when they used to take screenplays and do them on stage as a live reading? No. They used to. They used to do this a while ago. Huh. Um, and they just posted on YouTube the Sunset Boulevard one. It was with Ben Kingsley, Patrick Wilson, and Angelica Houston. What do you? Fi- how do you? How in the world do you find this stuff? You know, um, I got a lot of free time. <laughs> I got a lot of free time. Oh I literally God. dress up like Norma Desmond and walk down oh my apartment God. stairs. You're like, with one look. With one look. <laughs> oh, man. I am big. It's my apartment that got small. <laughs> Actually, oh. with my shaved head, I want to be Max the butler. Oh, that's nice. The George Hearn role. That's good. Oh, I love George Hearn. Yeah, he's great. Oh, get I love him. him. We've tried to we get have. him. He lives upstate or something, right? He was living upstate, and now he lives in Florida, so yeah. it would have All to right. be a phone call, but we love George Hearn. We're huge fans if of George, George if you are listening, I don't know what why you, you are. <laughs> go, do, go do something else. You deserve it. <laughs> but if anybody knows how to get uh, in contact with George, let us know, because we would love to have Mr. Hearn. Yeah, totally. Oh, I love his career so much. Yeah. I, uh, love, I love when he sings, no matter what he sings. And he does this thing where his like mouth goes crooked. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Oh it's yeah, like, yeah. But yeah. we totally buy it. Like it's yeah. it's fine. It's great. Oh my god! But he's like a, his jaw's like an anaconda. Yeah. Like he just how like, cool is it him. that he came back and did that Sweeney Todd concert in two thousand right? what five? Yeah, or two, no, two thousand earlier than that. Two thousand, two thousand one in San yeah. Francisco, right? That's right. I mean, I that, love him. reprising that role again and still singing the crap out of it. I was, you know what? I knew him as Sweeney Todd first. Mm-hmm. That he was Sweeney Todd, and so then when I was like, oh, he does, he was Lacage too. Mm-hmm. I was like, how does that mm-hmm. work? Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't sound right. He's supposed to be this effeminate, you know, right. drag star. I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. So I went down to Lincoln Center and I watched the original. Mm. He's brilliant. Really? He's brilliant. Wow. He is. It looks nothing or sounds nothing like Sweeney Todd. Wow. I also do like him on the uh, Chicken Little episode of the Golden Girls. I, I love that right? episode. That's a great episode. A piece of good luck has fallen in my lap. <laughs> Love that you have it. You know it <laughs> like that well. It was oh, a piece great. of blue sky fell onto her head. <laughs> the wherefore and why is best left unsaid. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Sondheim, eat your heart out. Actually, Sondheim wrote that okay. for the show. Great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what do you want, did, George? Foxy how did, Loxy? <laughs> how did how did where, how did we get on this tangent? Oh, Usually, I used to not say those things out loud, and now I just say them out loud. George, something about George Hearn. I don't know. Even, no, I mean, Sunset we went, Boulevard. Yeah, and then before that, I don't know. Like, 
I I saw Sunset Boulevard. I liked it. Yep. Glenn Close. It was good. With one look. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Throwback Thursday. Yeah, my name is Kevin David Thomas. I'm Rob Schneider, and we're recounting <laughs> the last seven minutes of your life. And we're stone cold sober, too. And we are stone cold yeah. sober, which is a change. So welcome. Oh, my gosh. You know what I want to get on? What? I want to get on that Broadway Wasted podcast. Right? They sound like they're having a great time I over know. there. Broadway Wasted, we love you guys. Yeah. We'll drink with you anytime, anywhere. Yes. Either we come to us, or you come to us, or we yeah. come to you. We'll but bring the booze. Let's have... What, what's your drink of choice? Me? Yeah. Uh, me, like anyone else here? No. Uh, I, I, many, many different tastes. Uh, I, I do love the vodka very mm. much. I enjoy it. If, if, we were to, if we were to drink booze, that Gershwin vodka song, yes. yeah. That Dorothy Loudon. That Dorothy Loudon version is amazing. Too good for uh, this room. Uh, <laughs> too good for this song. <laughs> it, that's funny. Thank you. Um. Uh, yeah, and I do love a nice scotch. I will say that. I oh, love nice. Scotch. What nice. about you? What's your drink of I'm choice? I'm usually, uh, in the winter and fall, it's Jack and Diet. Ooh, ooh. And then in the spring and summer, it's Amaretto Sour. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's pathetic. I got my drinks. That's really sweet. Got my drinks. Got my drinks. <laughs> Broadway Wasted. Maybe we'll take a cue from you guys. I know. We'll start... <laughs> drinking and but i'm not good at holding my like i just started throwing up in oh, the middle of, a, of an interview i always wanted to do like a, a episode where we get drunk and talk about the history of us of a show kind of like kind of like drunk history does you know oh my god that'd be amazing and maybe act it out a little bit oh with sock puppets or with real people sock puppets that sounds mm, good i think that's always on the cheap <laughs> with one look that's me doing my sock puppet hand. With one oh my look. goodness! All uh, right, so favorite sorry. things today. What's your uh, favorite thing, my friend? My favorite thing is a musical. Oh, that we have not discussed before. Okay, because it when it oh, that was a Seinfeld. Did you hear that? <laughs> Jesus, that was horrible. That, oh, that my, was horrible. Wanna, because, no, no, no. My music. Why are they calling a musical? <laughs> I don't know why. They sing and they dance. <laughs> Jason Alexander, he would be great to get for this podcast. Yeah, he would. He and, and, and we wouldn't have to talk about Seinfeld or anything, Jason. We would just want to talk about the musical theater stuff. How many did. times do you say Lenny in good old Lenny? Exactly. Good old Lenny. Good old, good old, good old Lenny. Oh, maybe I should ask him about good old, not so much Lenny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Boy, what question? <laughs> well, I mean, I you lost me, so I'm sure if you lost a couple other listeners. <laughs> no, I would I'd ask Jason about personals. Yeah, good one. I'd ask him about the play. That was one of your very very first throwback. It was. Throwback I really love Thursdays, it. The, the I really personals. love it. Uh, speaking of, what's your what's your throwback Thursday today? We're gonna take you back to 1977. Carmelina? No, we're not gonna go back that far. <laughs> We're not going to go back to Carmelina. Was it? What did it play on Broadway? It did. Okay, um, and it was very revolutionary in a way that's being used all the time now. No, it's not like Ain't Misbehaving or something like no, that. No, it's not Ain't Misbehaving because we've already talked a lot about that. Yeah, it's not uh, with with Richard. Yeah, uh, I I I feel like I'm going to be like, oh yeah, but I I cannot think of what it could be. <clears throat> For some, it's pot. For some, it's booze. Everybody today is turning on. Is that I Love My Wife? It is I Love My Wife. Oh my goodness. A simple life. It must have been. 
when highs were lucky. Oh, shit. I used to know this. Oh, everyone's favorite. One pink lady and wow, it turned them on. Everyone's favorite swinging musical, right? (laughs) It's about the couples that are swingers, right? It is. Open relationship or something. Swingers. They are swingers. swingers. Classic 70s. Subject matter. One. Three. So you know it. You know it. Yeah, I know. I love my wife. Cy Coleman. Michael Stewart, right? No. Yes. Cy Coleman, Michael Stewart. So once again, for our listeners who aren't familiar with it, like you said, we're in the middle of the 70s. The sexual. Now, here's the interesting thing about the show. I think the sexual revolution was going on in the late 60s, early 70s. Some people say the 60s really was like 66 to 76 or something like that. You know, like. Oh, really? I mean, I've Oh, that. that's so interesting. Because uh, the, the war and all that. You know? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. The The movie that came out that was really big was called Bob and Carol, Ted and Alice, which was right in the middle of the sexual revolution. It was Elliot Gould and Robert Culp and Diane Cannon and Natalie Wood. And it was this, it's the same plot as I Love My Wife. It's a married couple and a married couple that decide that they're going to swap partners Right. There's like a picture on the cast yeah, album the four, that has like all four of them in bed together. Yeah, right. You know, like the, so that came out in the middle of the sexual revolution. And then years later, kind of when the sexual revolution was dying down, yeah. then I Love My Wife came out. And a lot of people today go, well, you really can't do it today because it's dated. And, hmm. you know, with the, with the idea that there's more sexual diseases now than there were previously, right. it's not so. But I'm, I disagree. I think it is such a fun score. I think it's charming. I think it's lighthearted. I actually... What a tie-in. I saw it in L.A. when Reprise did it, and it was Jason Alexander in it. Nice. And it was wonderful. So for those of you who don't know, it's actually the same plot. It's two very boring suburban couples in New Jersey who decide that they are going to have a night of wife swapping. Amazing. You get my wife, I get your wife, and the complications that ensue. Wow. But the score is really revolutionary. Uh, And like I said, there's uh, everybody today is turning on. Which I love, which is literally a song about how drugs have taken over. Mm-hmm. I don't love it so much from this version, but from the Rock Hudson B. Arthur version that they did from the B. Arthur Variety Special. Wait. Have you never seen that? What? Oh, yeah. It's Rock Hudson and B. Arthur singing Everybody Today is Turning On. He's reading off a of cue cards and can't sing. And she's doing her traditional, like... Speak, 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 yeah, yeah. speak singing. And like... it's brilliant. So we will post that for everybody. Oh, yeah. Um... But such songs as like, I love my wife, married couple seeks married couple. Uh, hey there, good times, here I am. Da-da-da. Welcome back, your lover. Nice. I used to know all these lyrics, and now I don't know it. And so of you course, used to listen to this album a lot, didn't you? Oh, all the time. Oh my God, I love because it. Because it featured two of my favorite female performers. Joanna Gleason? The wonderful Joanna Gleason, yes. the baker's wife. The baker's well, wife. And oh, I, is that him? And I, I, uh, I no. Yes, Eileen. Uh, Eileen Graff. Graff. Randy. Niece to Randy Graff. Niece, oh, sorry, no, cousin. Sorry. Cousin to Randy yeah. Graff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Todd Graff's sister. I think. Yeah, Todd Graff's sister, and one of my personal favorites, the mom from Mr. Belvedere. Oh my gosh! Amazing. She was the mom. Oh yeah. Man, and Mr. Know. Belvedere had one of the best theme songs ever. Sing it for me, please. Streaks on the channel. Never mattered before. Who cares? When you drop kicked your jacket as you came through the door. No one stand. But sometimes things get turned around and no one's there. 
all hands look out below. There's a change in the status quo. Gonna need all the help that you can get. That was not by Charles Strauss. No, that was actually by Rudolph Frimmel. <laughs> you know, you had me for a split second, and then I was like, oh, right. All hands look out below. Oh, oh my God. Uh, but yeah, no. So anyway, so it's Eileen Graff, Joanna Gleason, yeah. James Naughton. And the band was James Naughton. And the band was on stage. Yes. And the great Lenny Baker, who won a Tony Award for mm-hmm. his performance. And unfortunately, then he, he was very young. He passed away like four or yeah. five years after. Yeah. yeah so uh, and then what you were going to say, which is our big point in all of this, this is what made it revolutionary. Say it again, Kevin. What makes it revolutionary? The band? It was on stage. The band was not only on stage. They contributed to the show. Right. They were the ensemble. And interesting side note, fun fact, is that the bass player is one man named John Miller, who today is one of the best, biggest, most famous music contractors in the business. In fact, we should have him on the podcast. Oh, my God. He's a music, meaning he's the one that when you're doing a Broadway show, you call up John Miller and he tells you which orchestra members to hire because you're like, I'm doing a jazz musical and he knows all the jazz guys that you should be you know, playing in your pit. He's, I mean, he's a legend in his own right. I'm so stupid. I'm doing a concert with John Miller. I've never realized this. Drop my mic. Yeah, he's he's in the pictures on the album. Like you can see, is it's like John Miller bass, you know, and and there he is, you know. And he, I am so stupid. I never he's a player, put that but together. he also is the contractor for all these shows. And so I've always known his name because I'm the nerdy guy who always looked in the back at all the music people that worked yeah. on the show. And it was, I mean, now he gets billing. I mean, but yeah, John John Miller is a, he was oh a part God. of that. That was it. But they were they interacted with them on stage. I, I don't believe. know. If, I don't know when this will air, but I'm going to promote it anyway because I think you should come see it because you get to actually see John. February 17th, uh, no, 18th, I'm sorry, February 18th, which is a Saturday, Saturday mm-hmm. night, February 18th, Saturday night, Feinstein's 54 Below, Don Scardino. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was in the original King of Hearts and who's directed Lennon on Broadway. Mm-hmm. But his big thing is he's a big TV director. He's mm-hmm. done like most of 30 Rock, mm-hmm. Kimmy Schmidt, all that stuff. He's doing a concert and John is in the concert Amazing. with him. John is his accompanist. That's cool. That's and you're really also cool. going to get to see Jane Krakowski. Love it. And Paul Schaefer. They're nice. all going to be in the concert. That's but cool. At least, but <laughs> I know it's so sad. We're going to be like, can can Jane and John and Paul Schaefer move out of the way so I can see John Miller a little right. bit more? <laughs> totally. Are there any questions yet? Yeah, Jane, can you move aside? Yeah, John. Uh, just John, step forward a Tell little bit. Tell me about I Love My Wife. <laughs> totally. So I Love My Wife is a fun score. It's a great uh. score. Like you said, what makes it really revolutionary is you've only got four characters and then the band is our Greek chorus. That's right. Which we had never seen before. But now... It's kind of fun, though. Kind of see it all the time. I'd love to see it, uh, it done again. I would really... In New York City, at least. I would I love would, to, too. Uh, and like yeah. I said, when I saw it in L.A., it was Jason Alexander, Patrick Cassidy. Nice. Uh, and the women were Leah Thompson and uh, Vicki Lewis. Huh. And it was wonderful. And Lonnie Price directed it. Oh, nice. And it was a, a joy, an absolute joy. Oh, that's cool. So I'm hoping it'll come back at some point yeah. in some, some yeah. shape or form. So I love... Fun. I love my wife. What do you love? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I, too, have a show. Uh, this is a musical by a songwriting team that we all know and love, but it's a musical that we don't, may may not all know and love this musical. The songwriting team is Rodgers and Hammerstein. <laughs> no, 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 right? no. Oh, no, I was actually making a guess. It wasn't oh, no, Rogers no, and... no, close. Uh, a little, little later. Bach maybe. and Harnick. Right era. Same era. Kander and Ebb. Getting warmer. But they, they, their big hit, which is still running, was Off-Broadway. Oh, 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 it's Jones and Schmidt. That's correct. It's Tom Jones and yep. Harvey Schmidt. So this is one of their musicals that is licensed. You can get this musical, although I've I've never, ever heard of any production being done. There was a production that was done in 1982. It was out of town with Diana Rigg, but it did not oh, do well. Yes. It did not come to town. Colette. Colette Collage is what it's now called, uh, based on... Uh, the true story of this uh, French female novelist who wrote Gigi and uh, another French, I forget what it was. I'm sorry, I wrote it down, but I can't read my own handwriting. But um, but she was ba- basically, there's two sides of this story, the first act, second act. And on this concept CD that Varese Saraband, is that how you say that album, record company? I think so. I've never known how to pronounce um, it. Yeah, Bruce Kimmel's record company. Um, in 1994, they put out a studio cast recording that had quite a few people that we actually interviewed, Judy Kaby. One of them, uh, George Lee Andrews is on it. Uh, Larry Moore, who we interviewed oh, for orchestrations, yeah. he did the orchestrations of this recording. But it's yes, it's the great Jones and, and Schmidt who did Fantastics and I Do I Do and 100, 110 in the Shade. And this is this musical about this woman who, uh, turn of the century, in the first act, she is very much. Um, She's a ghost writer for her uh, her husband, who is kind of abusive, uh, does not respect her for what she has, and she basically makes him for who she is, even though she just gets thrown to the side. Then she leaves him, and the second act, you see an older, wiser woman who then takes on the lover of a younger man, and mm. she kind of changes her image. She she it's a it's a strong it's it's a portrait of a very strong woman, and that's what a piece is about. Uh, and in the first act, it's Judy Blazer. Second act, Judy Kay plays the part on the CD. The score is straight up Jones Schmidt. They're catchy tunes. They are are fun to listen to. You get a sense of this journey of this character, what she's taking, and the fight she has to have in the first act to find her own voice. And then the second act, you know, owning her own voice and really being proud of that. Um, I, it's something that I listened to years ago when I first discovered it in college. I think in like two thousand ninety nine. And I've always loved it. I've always loved the score. It's something I would listen to for a nice old school musical theater sound that is still smart, well written, uh, has great singers on the album. Yeah. And you're gonna you might find some songs that um you know that you never knew before. The room is filled with you is a great song. Be my lady that Jason Gross sings is is a fantastic male song. Um, it's a real fun score, and I think it's a little gem that not a lot of people know about, and is worth giving a listen to, especially if you love you know. You know, Fantastics, or I Do, I Do, you know, that era. They're wonderful yeah. as writers. And, and I, you've I, worked, I know you've worked quite a bit with them. Oh, um, I was, yeah, I was lucky. Stuff. I got to work with Tom Jones yeah. firsthand. We did um, an all-star concert of I Do, I Do Love with it. different married couples. Either you were, either they were a real-life married couple like Patrick Page and Paige Davis, or they had played a couple 
on stage. So like right. Chip Zine and Barbara Walsh from Falsettos yeah. reunited, and it was great. But he is he is he is still with it. You know, he still goes and sees the Fantastics like every two weeks to, to do a check in. I I I believe it. I mean, I years ago when I auditioned, I auditioned for him when I auditioned for Fantastics. Oh, real? Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. Like, yeah, he's well, he directs it. I mean, he's the director. Oh, yeah, he's of it. there. He, yeah. he ain't going nowhere, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think is great. They are so underappreciated because I think I think so too. I think when people look at how the musical changed from being a traditional book musical into what we know as these concept musicals, they usually go, okay, well, then, you know, we've got these great golden age musicals. Now we're going to jump to Cabaret and Hair. I'm like, you forget the Fantastics. It was a total concept. Like you're musical. kind of forgetting the Fantastics, and they developed their own little collective in the '60s, and that's how they did Celebration, the musical that no one ever talks about that they wrote. Um, oh yeah, was that know, with Dick Latessa? I have no. Again, I, I no, don't know much I'm, about I'm it. I'm thinking of Philemon. Sorry. Oh yeah. That, well, and then they 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 have a lot of musicals that have great music in them, but are really never got produced, unfortunately. Um, Roadside. Roadside. <laughs> Uh, it's not with Harvey Schmidt, but Tom Jones's uh, Harold and Maude. Oh yeah, was and wonderful. They wrote that, and unfortunately, the Thornton Wilder estate said no. But they did the what, Our Town treatment. What was go- it was called Grover's Corners. Yeah, what the hell happened? They with wrote that? a whole score, and I would love to know the backstory. I'm sure Tom could tell us. But they did a whole Our Town musical, and then the Wilder estate said no, no, and it toured. Yeah, it toured yeah. for a while, and Tom was the na- the the stage manager in it. You know, the, that yeah, so bizarre to me. And I find it interesting that they used, they went after a musical like Our Town that is also kind of a concept play. Yeah, you that's know? so true. And it's, it's not exactly literal. So I think that they always, you know, I think part of the reason why maybe they weren't, didn't have their Wicked is because, I mean, arguably, you know, Fantastics is that in its small way. But because they were kind of, they thought outside the box. They were yeah, not. They I agree with you. Follow their, you know, they did whatever they wanted to do. Yeah, I agree. Which I respect deeply. I so agree with you, you my know? friend. Yeah. So, okay. So I love my wife, Cy Coleman, Michael Stewart, yeah. score. Michael Stewart book, too. Yeah. And then... Colette Collage. Colette Collage. Jones Tom and Jones, Schmidt. Harvey yeah, Schmidt. Nice studio recording of that. Check it out, you guys. There's a funny story really quickly about yeah. Colette Collage. And then we'll, I'm so sorry. You do? I, yeah. I had heard this. I don't know if this is true. So this is an alleged story. I love your alleged stories. That when Colette Collage did not work, yeah. Diana Rigg, who was starring in it, privately was talking to an interviewer. And was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's my fault. It's all my fault. Oh, I didn't set up the story correctly. Let me set it up correctly. Diana Rigg was going to do an interview. And the interviewer said to her, listen, before we go out there in front of like three or 400 people and do this interview, can we talk about collect collage? And Diana Rigg said, yeah, it's my fault. I didn't do a good job of it. I didn't know what to do. It was my fault. It was my fault. I'm so, I screwed it up. I screwed it up. Great. Go out there, do the interview. The first thing the critic, the interviewer asked her is, so, you know, let's talk about Colette. Uh, and she goes, oh, boy, they really screwed me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't write anything for me, you know, wouldn't take any of my notes or suggestions. <laughs> so that's the story that there's a private Colette story Diana Rigg tells and there's wow. the public one. <laughs> wow. I don't know if that's true, but I love that story. I like story to believe it is. It's a good like, legend. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I screwed it up. It was me. It was me. It was me. I didn't know what the hell they were doing. So anyway, well, Colette. Collage, which is now its full title, Collect Collage. I believe so, yes. And uh, I love my wife. Love my wife. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. 
These are a few of my favorite things. I dream the dream of days to come, where spongership is high and money is forthcoming. That's beautiful, Kevin. I really added a voice onto that one, too. <laughs> I really was trying to go for something there. Listeners, we love creating this podcast, but it does cost money. Please don't make me sell my Angel record. Oh my gosh, the original cast recording of Angel. That like nobody has. Nobody has it. If you like what we are doing and want us to keep doing more of it, please head over to Patreon.com. What? That's P-A-T. R-E-O-N dot com. Pat Rion. I feel Pat Rion. Yeah, Pat Rion. Rion. Pat Rion. Yeah, once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And of course, we don't expect you to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind the scenes videos, shout outs on future episodes, or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, (laughs) because I said episodes, and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. (laughs) So head over, friends, to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.